Agatha's true meaning. Hey folks. So I got a, a email from someone who attended the recent retreat um, sharing that, you know, there's this phenomenon they experience where last hour or maybe the last 25 minutes of every retreat or many retreats, the mind comes in and is like, we didn't accomplish anything. We wasted our time. Um, and boy, that's something that I could relate to personally. Um, definitely, I feel that for me, that's happened more retreats than uh, not. So, um, you know, the way I see that is we're sitting in retreat and we're dropping away, dropping away, letting go, letting go, letting go of all sorts of thoughts. And then actually the, the person who wrote me this email actually said, okay, this is my ego coming back in and trying to give meaning to things. Especially with, uh, I find, with a closing circle looming, you know, this end of retreat uh, ritual, where it's like, okay, everybody, share something. Um, for me, I blame this whole ego thing on that, in part. Daitetsu's <laughs> 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 laughing with me. I used to get so mad inside at the end. It's like, oh, you've been telling me to let go. And don't worry about it. And, yep, you don't know. I'm like, I don't know who I am and how I want to present myself. Or, like, I don't know. I don't And last day, last few hours, whatever, kind of proportional to this other person's experience, last portion of the retreat, just this agonizing what can I possibly say? And maybe it reveals that I stink, that I wasted my time. <laughs> I'm glad to see like some faces of maybe not everybody's inner critic so strong as mine. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, you really don't need it to be like quite that strong. Um, um, but this this kind of binary story, if I can't make a like, okay, I had some sort of opening, some sort of fireworks, um, some sort of fruit that I can share, you know, like, then what? You know, like, if, I, if I'm not, like, super good, <laughs> like, I must have done something wrong. I must have, like, wasted my time. I must have wasted my time. Hmm. And then, of course, in, you know, in this same person's email, they said, well, then I realized, okay, oh, this, okay, no, nowhere to go, nothing to get, that whole side of things. 
right? So yeah, I mean, we have the wisdom to meet these um, difficult mind states inside of us. Hmm. Anyway, I thought I'd talk a little more about this. So, so I got this email and I've had the personal experience. Um, and I struggle with it some week to week too. Um, especially, not especially, but in part, um, when I'm looking to give a Dharma talk and say something. So I'll just expand this discussion to um, the thought in general that I should be practicing more or should be practicing harder um, or differently. For me, it's more. Um, and because I haven't been practicing more than I have, <laughs> right? Like it's a trap here. This is a thinking trap. <laughs> there's there's some deficit. There's some deficit uh, in me. So I remind myself, or here's what I got to this time. This is a difficult mind state, right? So what, what, and maybe we can, hopefully, um, people can share if this sparks any of your own kind of responses to this similar energy in you. But I figure it's like um, eating your vegetables or exercising. Um, doing a little is good. <laughs> and doing what you do is good. And it's hard work often, so we, um, we have this kind of club where we do it together, right? Really, like, the most important part of Sunday pro program is the sitting part, you know? We come and we we do it together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes we talk about uh, teaching Zen or offering practice opportunities as a uh, the metaphor is selling water by the river. So this is a lead into the discussion of um, zazen is 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 good for nothing. It's good for nothing. You're tapping into your intrinsic will, wisdom, which is always there, which is always perfectly manifest. There's nothing lacking and nothing to get. So, you know, it's like it's a hard sell. You know, it doesn't it doesn't work like with capitalism too well. Um you're not gonna sell much water by the river. People are just gonna go, you know, they'll just get it out of the river. Um 
And it's, I find it's a good reminder to a good pointer to, um, to do the Zazen that's good for nothing. To remind myself as I'm sitting to affirm affirm this principle in my intentions. Nothing to get. I'm just wholeheartedly engaging the practice, or Dogen's words, we just wholeheartedly engage the way in Zazen. There's no promise that anything's going to happen. <laughs> So we, we have a commitment to the practice and we come to the cushion and we do the work. That's it. <laughs> yeah, not a very um, sexy cell. Maybe nobody will come back next week, but um, I think people will. Um, and so here's what I find about practice. People get it or they don't. People get it or they don't. They, they, they feel the health of it or they don't. They feel the health of it or they don't. And yes, there are words we can use to inspire ourselves and others um, to get to the cushion, but really all of that, it's, it's salesmanship, saleswomanship. I was reading, um, I think, so next week we'll have Kisei's talk, but after that, I think I'll talk a little bit about um, walking meditation in preparation for our um, March retreat, which is going to coincide with Thich Nhat Hanh's uh, 49th day of his passing. Um, and so during that retreat, there'll be an invitation to do a little more walking meditation, you know, if you want. Um, than we tend to do at our Zen-style retreats. And so I'm reading, you know, from one of his pieces on walking meditation. And he says, um, what is walking for? Walking is for nothing. It's just walking. That's our ultimate aim, walking in the spring breeze. I mean, he says a lot more. No, he has his salesmanship too. In the act of walking, in the middle of walking, walking is for nothing. Enjoy your steps. Enjoy your steps, he would say. Tricky, 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 tricky. You know, we, we all know this. And um, as I shared, you know, every retreat still. Most retreats, you know, it's just, it's just the way it works, at least in my psyche, <laughs> the layers peel away. And then mine knows like end of retreats coming up and you know, it's got opinions. <laughs> it's got opinions. Yeah. 
and evaluations in some kind of bar, some kind of measure that, you know, maybe most retreats because maybe sometimes like I need it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, what does that mean? A good retreat, right? Right? What does that mean? Um, I've shared before about uh, the brief brief time when I lived in San Francisco with the Faithful Fools. So the Faithful Fools is a uh, street ministry organization. And they are a presence in a neighborhood. And um, theirs is a ministry of presence. So they're there in the neighborhood, having natural relationships with neighbors, many of whom are street-based or homeless individuals. And sometimes people will, you know, they'll be learning about the faithful fools and they'll go, oh yeah, so you guys, um, you you give meals. And they'll be like, no, no, I don't give meals. Oh, okay, so people live there? People can live there if they're... No, no, can't. We tried that at one point, but... No, people people can't live with us. Um, So do you give, like, blankets or... No, like, none of that. None of that. You know, it's not not that they might never give a blanket to someone, but they're not a blanket distribution center either. Like this, no, so this isn't the mission. This isn't the mission. This isn't the mission. Um, And some people just don't get it. You know, oh, sounds like a worthless organization to me. You know, sounds like some sort of scam, you know. Um, And then, of course, you know, there's people that get it. Thankfully, so you know, there's a donor base that keeps them going. <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful mission. It's a beautiful mission um, to be present and to accompany and to um, do the personal work of seeing the other with respect, seeing the other as. Um, someone who's beautiful and creative and talented um, and worthwhile. (laughs) And getting up every morning and, you know, doing it again, even though sometimes it's hard. So good for nothing in some people's view and yet and yet Uh, so thanks for being part of uh, the club yeah nice to have friends who who get it (laughs) and I think that's a good reminder too 
Like we all, we all, um, sometimes there's a frustration that is exactly like, oh, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> and in our showing up, we're, we're evidencing, we're demonstrating that we do get something. <laughs> something in us gets something we're like really important, really important. Um, knows the value of this at a, at a deep embodied place, at a deep embodied place from a place that's literally making decisions about what to do with our time and energy. And yeah, we could always do more, but you know, like that's an endless pit <laughs> if we let the mind make it into that. So, right. Thanks again. That's my talk. Mm-hmm. Let's chant um, Joko Beck's Four Principles of Practice. I think this is quite appropriate to what was just said. Four Principles of Practice Caught in a self-centered dream, only suffering, holding to self-centered